Welcome to the Unpopular Opinions. Unpopular Opinions. Have unpopular opinions. Unpopular opinions. Okay, so what's an unpopular opinion? Unpopular opinions. To utter such blasphemy. He's got the nerve, the audacity, the unmitigated goal to echo such blasphemous nonsense. Just blasphemy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How's everybody doing today? This is your boy Jalen Hunter back again with yet another episode of the unpopular podcast today i'm going to be talking about quarterbacks and how many of them in today's nfl are actually going to make it in the hall of fame stay tuned i said a couple episodes ago that this is the golden age for the point guard position in the nba you know, from greats like Stephen Curry and Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving. There hasn't been this many collection of great point guards in the NBA ever. At the same time, of course, there have been, of course, there have been great point guards, but never at the same time. The same can be said for the quarterback position in the NFL. There have, uh, just like the NBA, there have been times when there's great quarterbacks, as in Dan Marino, you have Joe Montana, you have Troy Aikman. There, there's always been great quarterbacks, but if you look at today's league, there is an abundance of really good to great quarterbacks. And if you ask me, this is, like I said, the golden age for the NFL quarterback. So... Uh, I was watching The Herd with Colin Cowherd the other day, and he he kind of gave me an he kind of gave me a idea. He was talking about there there there's a lot of great great quarterbacks, and I was thinking, how many quarterbacks today are in what would make the Hall of Fame or will make the Hall of Fame? So what I did was I thought of a couple categories. I said, all right, so you have the definites, you have the almost a definite, you have a strong possibility, you have the maybes, you have the probably nots, and you have the hell nots. Now, we will be going, I'm not going to talk about every single quarterback, nor am I going to, you know, harp on one quarterback but we're gonna we're gonna break a couple quarterbacks down to see which one i believe are will be hall of famers so i don't know i don't know which one i should start should i start with the hell nas or should i start with the definites um hmm. i'm gonna start with the i'm gonna start with the definites since they you, you should people should already know there's only a couple of definites there ain't no couple there's only four definites to me right now there is tom brady I mean, if you think Tom Brady's not a Hall of Famer, you really don't know sports, like at all. Drew Brees, fun fact, Drew Brees, in my eyes, is probably the most underrated or most forgotten great quarterback ever. When we're talking about the Pantheon and, and all the great quarterbacks that have ever played the, the, the game of football, why is it that we always talk about the Aaron Rodgers? We always talk about the Tom Brady's, the Peyton Manning's. We always talk about the the Joe Montana's and and Dan Marino's. But why is it that Drew Brees' name is always never said or always overlooked or afterthought? Drew Brees is one in my eyes. In my eyes, yes, he only has one 
Super Bowl, but passing the ball, Drew Brees is one of the top five quarterbacks I've ever seen. His ability to, while he's he's still short, his ability to throw lasers in and year after year break yards records in and be in the top two or three at the end of every season in passes, pass completions and pass passing yards in and touchdowns. Drew Brees is one of the top five greatest point guard. I mean, <laughs> I keep saying point guards, greatest quarterbacks to ever play if you ask me i would put him over dan marino that that's just me but you again you have the definites you have tom brady you have drew Brees, you have aaron Rodgers, and you have big ben as in big ben rosenberger whatever however you say his name those are the just those are the definites if you ask me like th- there's no you can't really debate that Tom Brady is is he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Drew Brees is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Aaron Rodgers, even though he only has one Super Bowl under his belt, everybody that has watched football or watches football looks at Aaron Rodgers and say, "Wow, that is an all-time great." Arm strength, his ability to play inside and outside the pocket, um, his 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 quarterback instincts. It's 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 almost second to none. And Big Ben, he is he is. He, he's the model of consistency when it comes to the quarterback position. Um, not not as not as consistent as Tom Brady, of course. But when we think of Big Ben, we know we're going to get a great performance. There have been a couple of you know terrible performances, especially last year. But Big Ben is getting up there in age, and he has dealt with because of his size and because of his stature and because he gets hit a lot. He does deal with injuries uh, a couple you know a lot. But Big Ben's resume speaks for itself. Multiple Super Bowls. It's Big Ben. And then you have some. I just I'm gonna go down. So we started the definites, and now we're at the almost a definite, which is I only have two in this category. We have Russell Wilson. We have Eli Manning. Now, let me talk about Eli Manning for for a little bit. In my eyes. Eli Manning is one of the most overrated quarterbacks ever. If you look at, he's a two-time Super Bowl champion, and you cannot take that away from him. But when you look at his Super Bowl wins, of course, both of them was against the Patriots. One of them was against the eight, you know, the undefeated Patriots. But when you look at his Super Bowl wins, they were behind a great, great defense. So he didn't really have to do much. Of course, he made a couple of great passes and a couple of good passes and a couple of good reads. But in my eyes, Eli Manning is one of the most overrated quarterbacks of all time. But with that being said, you cannot look at Eli Manning's resume and say he is not a Hall of Famer. Just forget the resume at just forget the resume for right now. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. Two-time Super Bowl champion and one of those Super Bowls, like I said, defeated the undefeated the what 17 and 0 Patriots. He's a two <laughs> two-time Super Bowl MVP, four-time Pro Bowler. He's won the Walter Payton Man of the Year. He's won the Maxwell Award. Like 
he he has a he has a pass completion percentage of oh no I'm sorry his passer rating is 83.5 which is which is pretty decent but Eli Manning's resume speaks for itself if he if he does not make the Hall of Fame which is why I say he's all, all he's almost a definite if he does not make the Hall of Fame he will be the only quarterback in history to ever win two or more Super Bowls and not make the Hall of Fame. I don't think Eli Manning is going to be the only person. Eli, you know what? Eli Manning Eli Manning is is like is like I'm trying to equate this to a basketball term. <laughs> Cuz you know I'm a basketball guy, but I'm trying to equate it to a basketball term. Eli Manning is sort of like the Carmelo Anthony of the NFL. But, of course, he's won more than Carmelo because Carmelo hasn't even been to a finals. But I say this to say we know he's going to be a Hall of Famer. We know, or I'm not going to say going to because he is almost definite. We know he should be a Hall of Famer. When you look at his, when you look at Carmelo Anthony's record, uh, his, his, his impact to the game, when you look at Eli Manning's record of his impact to the game, it it's not really it shouldn't be debatable eli manning is a hall of famer carmelo anthony is a hall of famer where people will debate you at is eli manning almost every year he's either he's always he's always top five i'm not gonna say always almost every year he's top five in interceptions thrown the past couple of years he hasn't He's he's been more of a detriment to uh, New New York than a than a, a help. While the quarterback position is ascending, he he you can tell his game is descending now. Of course, that comes with age, but you know you you it has to be said. And Eli Manning is is it's I mean again, the interception rate is is kind of speaks for itself. But then again, he ha- he has two Super Bowls. He's a two-time Super Bowl winner, two-time Super Bowl MVP. You cannot keep a two-time Super Bowl MVP out the Hall of Fame. And that kind of brings me to Russell Wilson. No, he's not a two-time Super Bowl MVP or a two-time Super Bowl winner, but he he has won a Super Bowl. And We give the Legion of Boom a lot of credit, which 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 is rightfully so. Legion of Boom was one of the greatest, statistically, one of the greatest defenses to ever play in the NFL. You know, with Richard Sherman, with Earl Thomas, Bobby Wagner, Curl, I mean Curl, uh, Cam Chancellor. The Legion of Boom was the one of the most feared defenses in the NFL. But along with the, the and, and the thing, the Legion of Boom and the the presence of marshawn lynch who is one of the most physical uh and elusive backs the the nfl has seen in a while it kind of overshadowed the greatness of russell wilson russell wilson is the the epitome of consistency last year which i i thought was 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 crazy when i found this out last year Russell Wilson threw the most touchdowns in the NFL. The same Russell Wilson who played 
behind probably the not not probably the worst the worst offensive line in the NFL. He barely had any time to throw to to gather himself before he was running for his life. Um, they dealt with a lot of injuries and even 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 the healthy the healthy mainstays weren't doing weren't playing well. So along with that, Russell Will, Russell Wilson still again averaged not averaged. He 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 threw the most touchdowns last year, and I I, I think that that alone should show you just how great Russell Wilson really is. And he's been like that since he came into the league. Fun, also fun fact: he is the second quarterback, along with he's a, along, he's the second quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl, second starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl. But Russell Wilson has been and is a model of consistency and a model of in a model of. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, a model of, of greatness. Now, of course, see, football is a team sport. So just because you're great doesn't mean that's always going to equate to wins, which is IE Drew Brees. But because if Drew Brees, if, if, if it was just one person, Drew Brees would have way more than one Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers would have way more than one Super Bowl. So it's a team game, and I'm also I'm also adding somebody to this list. Of course, this is the almost a definite list, um, almost a definite category. I'm sorry. I am adding. Ah, uh, actually, before I do that, let me let me just add one thing with Russell Wilson. When we thought of the Legion of Boom, you think of. You think of loud and outspokenness. You think of you think of you know political fighting against political issues. You think of again being outspoken with Richard Sherman and and Michael Bennett. The none of those none of those equate to none of those is the personality of Russell Wilson. And I think that that's one thing that's made him great. Russell Wilson has always been. I guess he, he knows what to say. He knows the right thing to say. And you want that in your starting quarterback. You don't. Now, of course, it, it works for some people. But you don't want a, a flamboyant quarterback. Especially when your team is easily combustible. And I say that to say, I don't say the, the Seahawks. You know what? No. Think about it. Two years, two to three years ago, the Seahawks were viewed as one of the most feared teams in the league. You had the, you had the 12th man in the, in, in the home court event or home field advantage. And the Seahawks were looked at, looked at as always a, not always, but in the in the Legion in the Pete Carroll, let me say Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson tenure, they always considered a Super Bowl champion. Now look at them today. The Legion of Boom is one guy away from being completely dismantled. 
they have one of the worst, if not the worst, offensive line in the league. Their defense now is kind of is kind of if on and off, especially if Earl Thomas is out the door, which he is kind of fighting. Um, he's kind of fighting contract negotiations. The Legion of Boom is not a fair team. The Legion of Boom is kind of taking the same because it's kind of taking the same hit the 49ers did once they parted ways with Harbaugh. Not saying this is the coach's fault, but a team that is easily combustible, once you light that fuse, the whole team can dismantle. But with that, Russell Wilson has still remained great. The only if, if Russell Wilson were not on that team, the Seahawks would be terrible. The Seahawks would probably be I don't I don't know, the the a good defense but a terrible offense. They would be the Ravens. They'd be the Ravens. And their quarterback will be on this list a little bit further than you'll you'll see. But I'm just saying that Russell Wilson has been a consistent and has been great since he came into the league. And that is why they're not as bad as they are. And that's why he is a almost definite to make in the Hall of Fame. And I totally forgot about one quarterback, and I'm going to add him in. Phillip Rivers is almost definite. Almost a de- he's almost a definite. Phillip Rivers is a seven-time, seven-time Pro Bowler. He he won the comeback player of the year in 2013. He was in NFL pass leader in 2010. He was the NFL passing touchdown co-leader in 2008. He had the highest passer rating in 2008. He had the highest completion percentage in 2013. Now the thing about Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers, and and this this kind of goes into the team the team aspect. Philip Rivers has never played on a, a mm, how how am I gonna say this? He's always had one or two pieces. Like he's always had Antonio Gates, who will definitely go down in the Hall of Fame as one of the greatest or as one of the best tight ends to ever play. But Philip Rivers has never had the greatest. Uh, team around him he's never had he's never had a good defense their defense is not their their defense is fast right now and physical but they're not sound you know they're kind of they're not they're not the best defense and philip rivers has always played on a team like think about this last year philip rivers and the chargers led the league in losses within I believe five points so that shows you that they're in games and they're in shootouts but they 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 always either get a penalty or i know they missed a couple of kicks so it was the kicker's fault they had like i said a couple of defensive penalties a couple of offensive line penalties as in you know movement before the ball and philip rivers has he's always played on a team that couldn't help him get far now philip rivers does have a tendency to throw wild passes sometimes and philip rivers does take a lot of gambles and with taking a lot of gambles he does throw a lot of he i'm not gonna say a lot but he does throw some timely interceptions but philip rivers is a model of i'm how russell wilson is a model of consistency so is philip rivers but in a in a, in a different light if you if 
if you know what I mean. Philip Rivers, he's the he's boom. He is a flamboyant and in his own little way quarterback, but yet he is a, he's great. He's just never played on a team that would help him, that can help him get to exactly where he needs to go. Now, if, if and I say it like this, if Philip Rivers played for played on the Falcons with that litany of weapons, Philip Rivers would have a Super Bowl by now. Philip Rivers might have more than one Super Bowl, but he's never played on a team where I mean, one one year his best wide receiver was Danny Woodhead. Like that that alone should show you. Philip Rivers has never really, never played on that team. Never played on that great, great team. He's always been a great player, but he's never played on that great team, which in turn makes him sometimes take big risks and it haven't paid off. So we've got through two categories. We got the definites, which is, of course, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Big Ben. We have the almost definites, which is Russell Wilson, Eli Manning, and Philip Rivers. And now we have the strong possibility. Now, this category, the players in this category are, are great, great players. Um, their, their resume speaks for itself. The thing is, I feel they haven't done enough. And when I say enough is, if you just look at their resume... They are bona fide Hall of Famers. They're first ballot Hall of Famers. But when you really look at their play on the field, nah, it's it's hard to it's hard to put like it's hard to make them a definite in the Hall of Fame. And that is Cam Newton and Matt Ryan. Let, let me start with Cam. Cam Newton physically is probably one of the most and ain't no one of them he physically is pro is the most how much he's the most physically gifted quarterback to ever play in the nfl ever from his size to his strength to his speed to his arm strength to his his you know elusiveness he is the most physically gifted quarterback to have ever played in the nfl he is a three-time Pro Bowler. He is a first-team All-Pro Bowl. He has won an NFL MVP. He's won an Offensive Player of the Year. He's won a Burt Bell Award. He's won an Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's won a National Championship at Auburn. He's won an SEC Championship at Auburn. And he's won a Heisman Trophy, a Maxwell Award, a Walter Camp Award, and a Davey O'Brien Award. Oh, and he was the AP College Player of the Year. And the Sporting News College Player of the Year. He was an All-American and a first-team All-SEC. Cam Newton, like I said, if you look at his resume, on paper, Cam Newton is the most physically gifted quarterbacks to have ever played in the NFL and if you look at his resume, just on paper, he is a bona fide Hall of Famer. He's even he even took the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl. No, they didn't win, but the year he won in 2015, he along with the Atlanta, the Atlanta, I'm sorry, he along with the Carolina Panthers made it to the Super Bowl. The problem with 
See, the problem with Cam Newton, however, is oh, oh, oh. Also, <laughs> before I get before I get into his, my, my my problems with him, he has the most rushing touchdowns by quarterback in NFL history, at with fifty four. He has the most games in NFL history with a passing touchdown and a rushing touchdown with 32. And he is one of the fastest players, along with his size. He's one of the fastest players to ever play in the fastest quarterbacks, I'm sorry, to ever play in the NFL. The problem with, I mean, with Cam Newton, however, is he gets his own, he gets in his own way. Now I say that to say Cam Newton has has only thrown 60% or higher in his career once and that was back in 2011. While he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, he does throw a lot of completions cuz he, he he definitely has a lot of overthrows, he has a lot of underthrows. And when he does have interceptions, you look at the passes like, "Bro, what kind of pass was that?" Who are you passing to? Cam Newton is, while he is one of the most physically gifted quarterbacks ever, he is not. He is one of the most inconsistent quarterbacks ever. When I say that, one year he'll have a high completion, not high. He'll have a good passer rating. Next year he'll play terribly. One year he'll play like a bona fide Hall of Famer. The next year he'll play like a backup quarterback. One year, he'll have solid reads, get the ball out quick, make quick decisions. Next year, he will be a runner for one of the he'll be in he'll be one amongst the leaders in sacks. Now, yes, he hasn't had the greatest offensive line, but Cam Newton does does hold the ball a lot sometimes. And when he doesn't hold the ball, he takes off. And I love Cam Newton. I Cam Newton, like I said, he's a, he's a he's a great player. All these players are great to be in the NFL, but Cam Newton just gets in his own way. If if he had, think of it like this: if he had a better, say his passer percentage or his, his completion rate was at sixty five percent or or higher, not only would I believe he would have won a Super Bowl by now, there would be real talks of who is better all time between him and big ben because physically they both kind of have the same physical build cam newton's taller cam newton's faster cam newton's more physical as you know big ben is still big but it's just because of that completion percentage you've been in the league for so long and you've only passed above 60 percent once and that was back in 2008, which was, I mean, I'm sorry, 2011, which was seven years ago. And if you look at the Panthers, even in that year when they, they made it to the Super Bowl, there was a lot of breaks they got. There was a lot of games where while Cam was great, they had one of the, they had the best defense in the league at that time. So along with Cam being Cam, they had a solid defense and a great running game. With Jonathan Stewart on the decline and the and the defense is still great, but with Jonathan with Jonathan Stewart and the whole Panthers running game on a decline, that has put a lot more on Cam's shoulders to provide with the offense, along with a lot of he never had a real solid uh, 
number one he did have calvin benjamin but calvin benjamin once came into the came to training camp 285 pounds as a wide receiver he along with cam newton has been a model of inconsistency in their career but again cam newton has never had a solid number one when he the closest thing he had was golden tate but again when when you if you can't complete above 60 percent more than once in your career that you really have to start thinking what, what are you doing how is it that you've been a league mvp you've been a super bowl went super bowl you know runner-up and you have all these accolades yet you have not improved your the way you pass the ball the way you see the game i'm not gonna say the way you see the game because you know he 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 grow with the year after year you grow as a player so i'm not gonna say see the game but the what you you need to complete more than 60 percent of your passes and you've only done that once so that right there is the only thing that could really hold him back if he you know and it's hard because being in the league for as long as he has you're really you're pretty much set in your ways and year after year you know people always say oh this is going to be the year cam newton get you know figures it out and starts throwing the ball effectively and year after year those people are let down so you really have to start and think maybe this is cam newton the wildly inconsistent cam newton because like at cam newton's peak he has he is arguably top five point guards in the nfl but we've really only seen him at his peak twice and that was his rookie year and it's crazy because your rookie year should not be your peak but at his rookie year in a 2015 when they went to the super bowl but along with that he has always been a model of inconsistency he, he'll have a great season he'll have a bad season great season bad season he's never had two it, boom with cam newton this the the carolina panthers have never had back-to-back 10 win seasons have back to back so I, so so that alone should show you the model of inconsistency that you're getting with cam newton and that leads me to the second person in the strong in the strong possibility and that's matt ryan matt ryan just like cam newton has a resume to speak for itself he's probably the the best quarterback that the that the Falcons have ever had. He's a four-time Pro Bowler, first-time All-Pro. He went to the Super Bowl, most valuable player. Pretty much the same thing Cam Newton has. It's just Matt Ryan, as we've seen in the Super Bowl and as we've seen countless times, Matt Ryan does not get it done with the weapons he has. Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu, Don, uh, Devontae Freeman, when he had Tony Gonzalez, he's always he's always been surrounded with so many pieces, yet he has he has not gotten it done. No, he doesn't throw a high a high interception rate. No, he doesn't. You know, he he doesn't make bad plays a lot, but he never gets you over the hump. And the one time he almost got you over the hump was his mvp year back in 2016 and we all know how that ended against the patriots in the super bowl matt ryan just like cam newton on paper is 
is a is a surefire Hall of Famer. But when you look at him play, you always get a sense of how is it that you have all these pieces and all these weapons, yet you still struggle to get wins. You still struggle to. You're always he, he's kind of you know what it is. He's kind of like the Kyle Lowry of the NFL. He always has a great regular season, a high completion percentage, a high passer rate rating. You know, one of the leaders in touchdowns with the with the piece he has around him. But then when it comes to the playoffs or when it comes to big, big games, he shrinks. And I'm not saying this to say he's not one of the top 10, top 15 court. No, not one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league because he probably is. But there's always a piece of Matt Ryan. There's always a piece of his game, of his game that leaves you wanting more. Especially with a Hall of Fame caliber wide receiver in Julio Jones. A great wide receiver in Muhammad Sanu. A great, excuse me, a great running back in Devontae Freeman. And he had... A, he had the greatest tight end to ever play in Tony Gonzalez and still couldn't win a Super Bowl. In fact, with Tony Gonzalez, he didn't even make it. So Cam Newton and, and Matt Ryan are great, 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 great players. They are on paper all-time players. But if 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 Cam Newton, in my eyes, if Cam Newton wants to make that leap, and that leap is win a Super Bowl, or at least get to another Super Bowl, he needs to shore up that, that, and he, he needs to shore up and clean up his passer, his completion percentage. Matt Ryan, he, he, he needs to come clutch sometimes, man. I know his name is Matty Ice, because ice in his veins, but where are those ice in his veins in the playoffs? They must dry up or, or or melt or something because again you've been to the super bowl once you've been to the nfc championship what once or twice but in those games you come short super bowl you came short the second half it it it, and, and it doesn't and it doesn't make sense with all the weapons he has especially now that he has a good defense behind him before you can kind of say, ah, well, he didn't really have a good defense, so he's always in a shootout. If that's the case, that's kind. Of, that ain't the kind of. That's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. But nobody, nobody says, oh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't come clutch. We can kind of say that with Matt Ryan or Matty Ice, if that's what you want to call him. So then we have another category. This 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 category is pretty broad. That's for the probably nots. Not saying these these quarterbacks don't have a great career or haven't had a great career or won't have a great career, but they they, they probably aren't making the 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 in a, you know the Hall of Fame. And that's Alex Smith, Dak Prescott, Tyrod Taylor, Mitch Trubisky, Marcus Mariota, David Carr. I'm sorry, Derek Carr, Derek Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, and Ryan Tannehill. When you look at you look at Alex Smith, he's he's a model of ink. He's a model of consistency. He's not gonna throw a lot of he's he's not gonna throw a lot of interceptions. He's not gonna get sacks a lot. But he he's he's not a to me he's not really a risk taker. 
He's not going to throw the ball down the field as in like deep bombs a lot. He's not going to make the crazy spectacular play. He's going to make the simple play, the the smart play, the safe play. And 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 he's he did that with the 49ers, he did that with the Kansas City Chiefs and more than likely he's going to do that with the Redskins. Alex Smith is a model of consistency, but his consistency is playing it safe. Dak Prescott, I don't, I don't know. I really need to see this year what happens along with, can, can he really be a starting, okay, he, he is a starting quarterback, but is it because of him they're winning? Or is it because of Zeke Ezekiel Elliott playing alongside a Hall of Fame offensive line? Because we all know, we all see, Dak Prescott isn't the most accurate deep, deep ball passer. Yes, he, he makes smart reads, but can he do that? Can he lead? Can he lead the Cowboys to a, a Super Bowl? Can he lead the Cowboys to a NFC Championship? Can he lead the Cowboys to the number one seed in the NFC East, which is loaded, by the way, this year, especially this year? So, well, it's usually every year, but especially this year, I just I need to see more of Dak Prescott. Of course, his, his career is still young, so I'm not going to say uh, Dak Prescott is trash, Dak, Dak Prescott is terrible. No, I'm not going to say that at all. What I'm going to say is I need to see more from Dak Prescott because if what I've seen, which is, of course, a small sample size, but if what I've seen is Dak Prescott, then no, he is not a Hall of Famer. Not at all. Tyrod Taylor, he's pretty much the poor man's Alex Smith. He's not going to throw a lot of interceptions, but he plays it safe. Definitely plays it safe. And Mr. Trubisky, kind of the same thing as Dak Prescott, minus the winning. Miss, he, he play, I think Mitch, Mitch Trubisky kind of falls into the wrong team category. Yes, you know, the Bears, he, he plays for the Bears. And he, he doesn't really have the greatest, it, I don't know how to really say it. Mitch Trubisky is a better, from what I've seen. He could be either a great, a really good quarterback or a really good backup quarterback. But I don't know if it's because the Bears are so trash or because of him. I think this year coming up, which would be his second year or third year, one of those two. I believe this year, second year, this will prove a lot. This will prove, can he really, is he a franchise quarterback or is is that is just another whiff that the Bears have whiffed on? Uh, again, Marcus Mariota, he he's kind he's a hybrid of Alex Smith. Plays it safe. He does have a, a a solid arm, but he plays for the Tennessee Titans, where they don't really you know really they don't have a great wide receiver core. And like when it, like Oregon, he tr- sometimes he tries to to do it a little bit too much on his on his legs. Or with his legs, but with the division he's in and the lack of talent he has around him, I don't believe he will be able to grow as a quarterback nor lead the Tennessee Titans anywhere. And that's kind of the same with Derek Carr. Derek Carr, on paper, and Derek Carr, not on paper, Derek Carr's talent is a Hall of Fame worthy talent, yet he that talent doesn't generate into wins with the Raiders and, and no I, 
he he needs to get the right he alone along with amari cooper and he had Crabtree, but he doesn't have any more but with marshawn lynch he should be he should be better than what he is and i don't know if that's a product of the team he plays with which is a terrible especially a terrible team i mean ter- yeah terrible team even with khalil mack who's in contract negotiations but Derek Carr, from what i've seen no he's not a hall of famer he could be but no he's not a hall of famer kirk cousins when you're when you're franchised as many times as you've been franchise tagged come on he all right he was a model of consistency for the Redskins, but he consistently would be in games and do something late to a late interception late terrible pass late uh fumble late sack that would cost the Redskins a game not saying that he you know who he is? If Matt Ryan is the Cal Lowry when it comes to regular season and, and postseason, Kirk Cousins is the Cal Lowry when it comes to end games. First, second, and third quarter, he is a great quarterback. He is he is a strong possibility. He's in that strong possibility uh, when it comes to Hall of Fame. If, if we're just talking about the first three quarters. But the fourth quarter, he falls apart. Interceptions go up. Sacks go up. Fumbles go up. And... and Again, when you've been franchise tagged, now look, that is a little bit on the Redskins and not knowing what they want. But if you've been franchise tagged that many times, no, you're not a Hall of Famer. Ryan Tannehill, that doesn't really need to be explained. Um, <laughs> he, the, the Miami Dolphins haven't done anything with him. They haven't been able to do anything with him. They can't do anything with him. And that's that's a lot of him. That's a lot of the weapons they put around him. That's a lot of the terrible defense. But and it's kind of like Mr. Trubisky. He plays for a terrible team. And I don't believe even if he played for a good team, he would propel them to new heights. Um, And another person on this list is Teddy Bridgewater. And, and it's unfortunate that his career... I'm not going to say it was derailed because he's still playing, but his career definitely was altered because of injury. But he's in a quarterback battle with any. He should win this quarterback battle, but he's in a quarterback battle with a rookie right now. And I think they're going to trade him. But even if they trade him, he's he's not the cornerstone of a franchise. He's not a cornerstone of a team. I think I don't know if he if he could have been. If he never got injured, that, that's that's a if for it. That's a if for if not. But. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, definitely no. We have the maybes. And these maybes, uh, Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff, Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck, Matthew Stafford, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Mine is Matthew Stafford and Andrew Luck. You know, Wentz, Goff, Watson, Mahomes, and Garoppolo are still young. But what... And mine is... Uh, Patrick Mahomes, what I've seen from Wentz, Watson, Golf, and Garoppolo, they are Hall of Famers. What I've seen. Carson Wentz is is crazy talented. Deshaun Watson, in a couple years, could be the best point guard. I mean, <laughs> could be the best quarterback in the league. Jared Goff has a has a cannon of an arm. But, and, and Garoppolo has not lost, along with, you know, uh, with quarterback, I mean, quarterback, with coach, Mike Shanahan, they haven't. He hasn't lost. The thing is, are they going to keep it up? Can they keep it up? 
And if they keep it up, if they keep it up, of course, Deshaun Watson's coming back from injury along with Carson Wentz. But if they keep up the level that they're at now, they will be in the Hall of Fame. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Andrew Luck, he's been injured. He he's he has injury an injury bug has bit him and not let go. So this will be the first year in a in a while that he's played hopefully a whole season. And if he's on the field, Andrew Luck has a high possibility of being a Hall of Famer because he he has an arm talent. He has the the reads. He he does he makes smart plays. Yes, he makes some risky plays, but Andrew Luck but you know the way he plays is a hall of fame talent but he needs to be on the field and he hasn't been on the field for the last few years so it's still pending hall of fame status with andrew luck but from from what we got in college to what we got his first few or first year or two yeah he's he's a hall of famer he just needs to build on that which he hasn't been able to do because of his injury patrick mahone patrick mahone Along with another person on this list I'm going to talk about shortly has that Brett Favre like talent. Patrick Mahomes has a body type like Brett Favre and he has a cannon of an arm. It's just like just like college. Um, He throws a lot of interceptions or he 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 I'm not going to say throw a lot of interceptions because he's just um, he he takes he makes that he makes the the what's the word um, the reckless pass. He, he, he'll go for it. He, he will go for the long shot. And Andy Reid has never played with a quarterback like that. He's never, I mean, he had Donovan McNabb, who wasn't really like that. And he, he had Alex Smith. But Patrick Mahomes can go for the long ball. Now, if we're just talking about arm strength, and he is a definite Hall of Famer. But we need to see how he plays. And Matthew Stafford, he needs to get a little more consistent. He, he played, now, I believe... Matthew Stafford has never really had help. Well, no, let me not say because he had Megatron. But Matthew Stafford, he he's he's a he's a big risk. He's a big risk taker. And now that Megatron is not there, you've seen he along he alongside the Lions' offense has struggled mightily. Uh, and and I'm gonna talk about the quarterback. I mean the the rookies. Of course, you have Baker Mayfield. You have um, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Josh Rosen, and Sam Darnold, of course. Oh, and Josh Allen. But I don't know how they, of course, nobody knows really because they haven't played a, a down in the league yet. I think we need to see them play. And I, I think the person that has the, the most Hall of Fame potential is sam darnold because like patrick mahomes he kind of has the brett Favre like mentality in college sam darnold threw a hell of a lot of interceptions but he threw a, a hell of a lot of touchdowns too and that's just like brett Favre. he he has the gunslinger mentality he he's strong physical will try to make the home run play will try to make you might have an easy pass right here but he'll try to try to make a more difficult pass and and make it most of the time so i think out of all the rookie quarterbacks sam darnold has the the biggest and the most um i guess hall of fame potential but we need to see and lastly we got the hell no's the hell hell no when it comes to 
will these quarterbacks make it to the Hall of Fame? And I'm going I'm to make this one short and sweet. You have Blake Bortles. You have Andy Dalton. You have Paxton Lynch. You have Case Keenum. Jameis Winston, who cannot get his quote-unquote ish together off the field. And you have Joe Flacco. What? Joe Flacco? Yeah, look. Ever since he made it to the Super Bowl in 2012, which, might I add, was behind one of the best defenses in NFL history, and he got paid the big money, his interception rate, his interceptions have gone up, and his past, his completion percentage has gone down. So, <laughs> it's a case of you have one good year, and now Joe Flacco is exactly what we thought. Joe Flacco might lose his starting position to Lamar Jackson, who everybody sees right now he is not a starting quarterback but of course he needs a little more polish but he's not a starting quarterback but you might lose your job to him that right there should show you everything should tell you everything you need to know about joe flacco that's why he's in the hell no list so there you have it man that's that's every quarterback every starting quarterback uh, in the nfl and if they will make the hall of fame or not of course you have the you have the definites tom brady drew Brees, aaron Rodgers, big ben you have the almost definites russell wilson eli manning and philip rivers you have the strong possibilities which is the matt ryan and cam newton you have the maybes carson Wentz, deshaun watson jared goff andrew lug patrick mahomes jimmy garoppolo and matthew stafford you have the probably nots the alex smith dak prescott tyrod taylor mr bisky marcus mariota Derek carr kirk cousins ryan Tannehill, and then you got the hell no which is blake bortles joe flacco andy dalton paxton lynch case keenum and Jameis winston if you don't agree with anything i've said of course leave in the comments and we can talk about it uh, of course, some of these some of these quarterbacks have the opportunity to change it around or get better or get worse. We never know. But as as the NFL is currently constructed right now, that is though that's my view of who will and will not make the Hall of Fame. So I want to thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. We're getting, we're getting rolling. We're getting rolling. This episode 11, I'm feeling better. Uh, I'm trying not to say um a lot more, uh, or I'm trying to say um a lot less. So, you know, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I appreciate everybody that's stuck with me or that's sticking with me, and uh, we're going we're gonna to make it do what it do. So, again, I want to thank you guys, and stay tuned for the next episode next week. Much love. <laughs> And the winner's hove, my man. Speech. First of all, I want to thank my connect. The most important person with all due respect. Thanks to the duffel bag, the brown paper bag, the Nike shoe box for holding all this cash. Okay. Boys in blue who agreed before the badge. Okay. The first pusher who ever made the stash. Okay. The rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. Hey. Thanks to the lames, niggas with bad aim. Thanks to a little change.